Hello again, friends. Thank you so much for joining me here. It is Greg with the Wisdom of the Wilderness podcast. Thank you for being here and spending a little bit of your day learning something new. We are here to share wisdom gained from time spent in nature with a dose of inspirational and empowering stories of everyday people that move through uncharted territory, both literal and figurative. I hope you are as excited as I am to get to this week's episode. Here we go. Hey, friends. Thanks for joining me sitting out here on the grass. It's actually the first time I've recorded sitting down, if you can believe that. But uh, just sitting with my feet in the grass and the shade of the tree above me, recording from the great outdoors. Got a little bit of a different episode for everyone today because we are going to learn about cast iron cookware. And the reason that I chose this for a topic, well, there's a couple of them, actually. One of them is, uh, it is what I cook with. It is freaking awesome. And I wanted to share some of the reasons that I cook with it. I also wanted to share part of the connection back into some of the ways that things uh, transitioned here in North America. Because it turns out that cast iron had a role in the westward expansion of Europeans. But without further ado, why don't we just start with some of the benefits of cast iron cookware. And why might this be important? You know, cast iron is a type of material you can cook with. There are lots of others. Uh, you see all them newfangled plates and hot plates and induction ovens and that crazy air fryer thing people have got and uh, what's this? Oh, yeah, there's pots and pans with Teflon. Well, actually, I think Teflon got pulled from the market. Um, but there, there's a lot of different ways that you can cook things. Now, why might one even want to consider cast iron? Well, there's a number of reasons. The first one is it is a reliable and sturdy cooking surface. It's made of iron. They are heavy. They excuse me, they, uh, it's essentially the same material that's used in engine blocks. So uh, pretty heavy, right? Pretty sturdy as well. Uh, remember, there's all kinds of stuff. This may have even been banned from the internet now, but there were all kinds of things where there'd be a frying pan and, you know, in cartoons, you'd get hit in the head with a frying pan. But turns out it's actually a uh, significant weapon if you're going to be doing that to anybody. But it's reliable, right? And reliable to the point that there is over 2,500 years of human history of using iron as a cooking surface. So we are really, really connecting with the past when we are using that type of cooking material. We're also connecting to, in North America at least, the settlement of the West by Europeans. There is a lot of literature that is focused on some of the cattle drives after the U.S. Civil War, even before the Civil War. There's a lot that's been published about the Oregon Trail and the Migration West, the 49ers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And oftentimes what people would have is a cast iron skillet, a cast iron Dutch oven. Why might they have that? Well, that was one of the main materials at the time. But it's also tough. It's long-lasting. It's built to last. It's iron. It's solid. It's not something flimsy like my little backpacking cup, which is titanium, and it's super light, and that's awesome. And if you 
dent it a little bit, it doesn't work so great. I uh, actually have a couple of those beautiful Hydro Flask water bottles, and um, yep, if you dent it, they're mangled. Whereas with cast iron, if you dent it, you get a significant chance of breaking some bones in your foot. But it's heavy. It's sturdy. And they last. They are built to last. I actually was gifted a cast iron skillet, uh, date unknown, back when I lived in the Yukon Territory, one of the still frontiery places in North America, or the world, perhaps. Uh, and it is age unknown. I was actually helping a friend and neighbor split firewood, and uh, when they were going through this little shack uh, where we were stacking it, I noticed there was a cast iron up there. They'd never seen it before. No one knows how long it was there, but uh, it was gifted to me because nobody else wanted it. And I thought, holy hallelujah, this is a significant gift. It's got a lot of value to it, and this thing could have been here since the 1890s, earlier? Hard to say. It would it, it could be that old. Like I said, 2,500 years of history, and obviously not all of that with the cast iron as we have it today. But back on track. Why else might you want to use cast iron? Well, once that cast iron gets hot, it stays hot. So it is a great way to sear meat. It is a great way to keep food warm. It is a great way to even potentially keep yourself warm because you could pull it off of the whatever you are cooking and uh, if you put it in a place that's suitable you can feel the heat radiating off of that it's really cool now the reason that you would use cast iron is each time you cook with it you make it better you are seasoning it and you can season it to the point where you might not even need to put oil or anything into it because it will become non-stick which is awesome on that note, uh, there are no harmful chemical concoctions that stay in the environment because cast iron is cast iron. Iron with some carbon added. There's no Teflon. There's no PFOA. There's no probable carcinogens. There's no PTFE. It is just solid, solid, solid. It is an ancient material. We are not having random things put in it that the environmental and health effects have not been investigated of because, hey, it's newfangled, it works great, it does this, this is solid, reliable, test, tested, tested for centuries. Okay, uh, for some of the health benefits side, there's a small amount of iron that's absorbed each time you cook. So whatever you've got in your pot, whatever you've got in your Dutch oven, whatever you've got in your skillet, a little bit of iron is being absorbed in the materials that you cook. And this is important because iron is an essential mineral. It helps transport oxygen through the hemoglobin molecule, and it's a part of the immune system. So you can actually be adding a little bit, building up your immune system strength by cooking with cast iron. That was something that I was concerned about uh, a while back. And uh, it's also a reason that I still continue to cook with cast iron today, every single chance that I get. And I would say, oh gosh, more than 90% of the time I'm cooking here, it would be 100 if I could do it. And I think I'm going to switch that way. If you are someone who 
has an opinion on how your food looks. Cast iron is a great way to display food. Oftentimes, if you're searching for recipes, there will be, you know, you'll see a Dutch oven. It's this beautiful stew or lasagna or biscuits on a skillet, biscuits in the Dutch oven, uh, a crumble in that. Uh, it's a great way to present food. And again, tying back into that earlier benefit, it's going to keep it warm for a while. So, hey, you make dessert, you pull the crumble off of it, and you can still have it be warm. It might still even be hot while it's in the cast iron. Because cast iron can be seasoned, the more that you use it, it does become nonstick. And as it becomes nonstick, you are then able to use less oil when you're cooking things than you would with a traditional or I guess not traditional, a human-made pan of some kind. Again, going into the chemicals and everything else that's put on it. So you got iron, you got oil. That's uh, Those are things that occur naturally. It's not a chemical concoction. Tying into that, uh, cast iron cleans easily. Really easy. It is super easy. I have friends that I have stayed with plenty and plenty of times uh, that have cast iron from the 1800s, and all that it's done is, you know, someone will cook eggs for breakfast or uh, some hash browns for breakfast, and then once it's all out of the pan, you put some, let it cool a bit, put some warm water in it. You don't want to put cold water in because that could warp it, and then just bring that water up to boil, scrape it off with the same metal uh, spatula is the word I'm looking for that you cooked with, and uh, that is it. Simple, su super simple, super easy. You don't necessarily need to have soap. You don't necessarily need to use anything else. And you're not releasing any chemicals to the environment because you can do it with water. Nothing, none of those little small molecules human-made are getting released to the water. Our water source when you are cleaning with just water and some food. All right. After that, what else happens is you can re-season cast iron easily. It can be reused for a long, long time. Like I just mentioned my buddy, 1800s. My one skillet might be that old. Not sure. But you can re-season it. If it gets rusty, you can clean it. If it gets warped, well, you probably could find somewhere that we heat it back up and fix it back into place. You might be kind of screwed over if that happens, but you can re-season it. As well, cast iron, like I said, it's solid. There's no random uh, unknown, in some cases, chemical components. And so you can use it in a lot of places, right? I have cooked on an open campfire just by building a little stack of logs that actually was on fire and cooking actually made okonomiyaki last summer for a friend on a campfire. I have cooked with a cast iron skillet on a grill over fire. I've used it in an oven, I've used it in a gas range, I've used it on electrical range, I've used it in a whole bunch of places. It is very versatile. I can even remember way back when I wasn't that old, being around a wood stove when there was a power outage, and I remember my dad cooking stuff on the wood stove. It was one of them big old wood stoves, not, not actually a wood stove oven, but just a wood stove with a flat top. And I remember there being a pot with, I think it was SpaghettiOs, if anyone's old enough to have ever heard of SpaghettiOs. Uh, it was little spaghetti noodle-y things in sauce that had the letters of the alphabet. And cooking some sausage. And that sausage was in a skillet 
over a stove. So you can do it. It is something that you can use outdoors. It is super duper versatile. We already mentioned the connection of the past and I'm not going to belabor that one. But uh, on that on that note of how versatile it is, it's not going to melt. It doesn't have a plastic handle. So you can use it in a whole bunch of different places. And with that versatility, we really tie back into that aspect of it's a connection of the past. So, you know, people that were walking, pushing a cart, uh, riding in a wagon who were moving significant distances nowadays, but doing it by foot, this is something that they were using. It was versatile and it has those connections of the past because it is so versatile. Again, I just mentioned you can cook over coals you can cook over a bonfire you can put it near a bonfire there's a lot of ways that you can use it and on that note of versatility it can also be used for almost all cooking tasks so a few examples that i found at a michigan state university extension website uh you can saute mushrooms you can sear steak you can roast a chicken you can bake cornbread you can deep fry potatoes there is a whole variety of different things. You can bake a dessert. There's a whole variety of ways you can use it. Uh, I've also used my cast iron to anchor down a tarp. Uh, gosh, what else have I done with it? Yeah, it's just, it's, it's a great connection to the past. And it looks cool. And uh, a lot of them, you know, they've got a story. I know all of mine have a story because of the ways that they've shown up as random finds with the tag still on and a a thrift shop somewhere, uh, the gift, uh, and one that I purchased brand new. Just crazy. Now, on that note, we were talking about the benefits, but there can also be some things with cast iron that people may consider to be drawbacks. But I, I personally don't see that. I see more of things you need to be aware of when you're using cast iron. One of the first things is to be careful, be responsible for yourself. I talked about cast iron being great because the skillet will hold heat. Uh, if it holds heat, it means it's hot, H-O-T, hot. You could physically burn yourself for whatever reason. That actually can happen, uh, and it hurts a lot. Um, and they can be pretty deep because they're really hot, usually, by the time that you're done. Uh, one thing to be aware of as well is cast iron is heavy. So if you are going to be moving it around, uh, just be aware of that because you got something that you know, usually not an issue. If it is not hot, you can hold it in one hand, you can do whatever. But once that iron gets hot, you know, them things are pretty thick. So I mean, mine is probably a good half inch thick in some places and the Dutch oven's thicker than that. So uh, it can be heavy. So if you are carrying it when it's heavy and it's hot, if you take a look at some of the photos or videos on whatever video platform you use, you will see that there are all these iron implements that people use to pull the lid off because it could be 400 degrees hot. If you're going to carry it, I have actually burned myself using cotton gloves. But hey, you know, for me, it comes off as part of the experience and I want to have that connection to the past and I want something that can be used in whatever situation I might find myself. It's also iron, so iron can rust. 
that may be considered a drawback to some, but as we discussed earlier, it's also pretty easy to clean. It is pretty easy to reseason, and you just need to have oil with it. So yeah, you can get some rust. My, oh gosh, both of the ones that I use on a weekly basis, yeah, they get a little bit of rust on them depending. And you know what happens is it just goes away because I use it again. So it gets reseasoned. It's okay. The thing I mentioned, I think, earlier was uh, you need to be careful when you're using it if it's hot and being around cold water. Uh, the shock of putting cold water directly into it can actually warp your cast iron skillet or Dutch oven to some degree. So it's generally best to let it cool down once you're done. And then uh, if, it's, if it's warm even, that is much better than to take, you know, for example, we... Uh, on guiding trips, uh, we generally, we actually, yeah, we do when we're in the backcountry for that particular position. Everything was cooked over an open campfire with a grill and skillets. And those things get pretty dang hot. So some people might think, oh, hey, it's hot. I'll just put it right in the river. Um, bad idea. Not leave no trace. Number two, uh, it's heavy and it's hot. Uh, number three, that could actually significantly significantly affect it so just things to be aware of but cast iron does have this connection to exploring frontiers and i think that there is a lot of benefit to that so i wanted to share some of these cast the use of cast iron and why i do it because i still get a little bit of that feeling of connection with what might it have felt like to see to be in a chuck wagon and see herds of American buffalo roaming through before they were wiped out. Uh, what might it have been like to be heading up to heading out to California for a gold rush, heading up to the Yukon or Alaska for a gold rush, or BC for a gold rush? What might it, might, might it have even have been like to be somewhere 2,500 years ago in Egypt, say, and or what today is Egypt, and see how iron was cooked on then? to be you know in europe and see how it was used then uh i think it's a really cool way to be to be aware of and connected with experiences that a lot of humans could share and yes there were people living here in the westward expansion in here being north america where i currently am people living here when the westward expansion of europeans happened but we do have that that wildernessy aspect of you know you're walking by walking along the ground or riding your horse and you need some food you're driving a whole bunch of ponies up to to provide horses for a mine or something you're driving cattle to dodge city to get shipped back east or wherever they're going there is an aspect that i think or i feel connected to every time i use it of hey yeah there's a frontier it feels kind of cool that even though i'm here in the 21st century with all these modern amenities and everything else uh, i got this cast iron skillet and my plan this evening is to use this amazing little backpacking stove that i've got with my little skillet to make some pancakes on it because i've got sourdough pancakes i love cooking them in cast iron and i'm going to be getting oh helping build up my immune system a little bit and getting some more iron because it's going to be absorbed so hey figured i'd share it if you want to try it please go ahead if it's not for you hey no worries if you already got one well hey now you know a few more things about the benefits 
And maybe you have a connection too. I mean, gosh, even if you're making a transition to any type of other cooking implement to cast iron, that would be a figurative wilderness you're walking through to get used to it. It cooks a little bit differently and there are some things to figure out, but everybody can do it. Everybody can learn and everybody can connect. On that note, we will connect with you on the next episode of the Wisdom of the Wilderness. All right, friends, thank you for joining me for another episode of the Wisdom of the Wilderness. I appreciate you being here and spending part of your day with me, and I hope that there has been a good experience on your end listening to today's episode. If this episode resonated with you and you know somebody who might enjoy or appreciate, uh, be inspired or empowered by it, please feel free to pass it along and drop me a review on the podcast platform of your choice that you are listening to it on. As well, I now have an email address that you can feel free to send me messages, suggestions, thoughts, guest requests, questions, whatever it might be. That address is Wisdom of the Wilderness at protonmail.com. That's wisdom of the wilderness, all one word, at protonmail.com. Look forward to seeing some messages and want to say hello to everyone out there from all the different countries and cities and states and counties and provinces. Thank you. It's been really cool to see where people are listening from and think a little bit about all those different experiences people are having in their day-to-day life. All right. Have yourselves a good one, friends. We will talk to you the next time. The Wisdom of the Wilderness. Uh